stand up and let's be heard. No more sitting in the shadows. We're known for our winning ways and not being the best, that just ain't for us. We're loud, we're proud, and we're unapologetic about it. So even when times are looking as dark as the black and blue we wear on our crest, we tell them that Goonies never say die. And when we're done shaking things up on the pitch, there's another shake coming. This is something that's been created by the people for the people. This is everything and anything San Jose Earthquakes related. This is Aftershock. Vamos San Jose. All right, what's up everyone? Uh, I'm by myself this week because Jacob was down in LA and couldn't make the game. I also actually attended the game this week, so we don't have the same format with reviews and everything as we usually do. I'm gonna keep it a bit shorter this week. Uh, it's a little bit harder to review the game when you were actually there versus sitting down and watching the film. I had a great time though. It was great to be back in the stadium, pretty much full stadium. Super great. I got there early for the <laughs> the tailgate and they had tech ball. They had all these events, DJ, people were eating. Everything felt like it was back to normal, especially after all this year and a half of COVID. It was really great to see friends and fellow Quakes fans. As far as the game, it was, uh, well, I mean, as a Quakes fan, I will say it was another day, but uh, it's frustrating. It was very, very frustrating. We called for lineup changes and we said there needed to be a change. And the way we change it is we put Salinas and Wondolowski up top. I get in a Classico, maybe you want a bit more experience, some guys that have been around the block. But when you have someone like Cade Cal, who clearly has been doing well for us, I don't know why you don't play him, give him some experience. He's been doing great. And he scored in his very few minutes, and it was a lovely goal. I was on the other side when he scored, but like even when I watched the replay, it was amazing. It was a great goal. And it came from Chofis, who I don't know why we put him out wide because he kept tucking in and it gave Marie a lot of space to go up because we had Marie at right back. But every time Marie got the ball, he'd dribble up a little bit. They press him and then he'd have no wide option. And then we weren't utilizing trophies. And then in the second half, we got him the ball a bit more. And it felt like every time he got it, either a shot on target or at least just a chance was created. It was, it was frustrating to see Youngworth again. Um, I don't think he played too poorly, at least from a live perspective at least compared to usual the back line as a whole was very disorganized and i i was able to i was on the side uh, i was in the standing section and i was like right behind jt during the own goal and that whole half and i would i just wanted to look at them when they were conceding i want to see what they were saying to each other and jt would yell at them and say you need to do this that but they didn't look too responsive and uh credit to flow he did kind of organize things. I noticed through the game, he would point and yell at people to press, which I really like to see. And after, I think it was the goal before the own goal, like the second goal, he kind of brought um, Ramadi and Elanis together and maybe one other person might've been Marie. And then he was just kind of like saying, we need to do this, we need to do this. And the next 10 minutes were pretty good. Um, but yeah, it was rough. It was, it was rough, it was rough, it was rough. And it's just, it's so frustrating. We we didn't see much of the ball. And Salinas at left back, it just, it, it isn't working. It just, or right back, it's just not working. He, he's too, he, attacking, he helped us a lot. But the first goal, at least from the in-game perspective, like being in the stadium, 
I kind of put him at fault because he was running down the line and then he slowed down so early. And again, so easy for me to say, but, and he didn't press. He, he would get close to him, but like within like six feet and then it allows a cross to get off, which then was turned in for a Chicharito goal. And it was, it, it that was a repeated theme throughout the game with him, especially. And I feel like Ramadi and Judson, I really like that pairing being together. Um, even with you all attacking me, but I really like those two being together because they press and they run through the ball and they won a lot of ball. It felt like, and they were making some good recovery runs. Uh, it was a little, I don't want to say embarrassing, but it was, it, it was sad also. And it also could have just been where I was sitting I, and I'd have to listen to it on the TV, but it really felt like the LA fans were at times louder or almost as loud as us. And there was just a very small section of them in like the top back, like, I guess it'd be when the second half, it would have been the left corner. They were up in the second, like nosebleeds of that section, but they were dancing, waving flags. They had chants going the whole game. I could hear everything they were saying. And then I would hear some like very disconnected, like one section of, Quakes fans over there, one section of Quakes fans over here. I was by the bar, of course, so a lot of people were just drinking and hanging out there, which is fine. And then some, but I'm also somewhat close to the big drum, so there was a section of them there, but just like, at times we really came together and we were doing things, but at other times there wasn't a lot to cheer for, so it was hard for us to get together, but the LA fans were so loud, and even after the game, all the, every single LA Galaxy player went over to that away section and was applauding them and I get they won so it's a, they're in a bit better mood but there were six LA players if I remember correctly who were doing fitness after like most players do but then they went around and the whole stadium like every single seat and they were taking photos and signing autographs for all the LA fans who stuck around um I stuck around to talk to some people and I just like watching uh the war I really like watching warm-ups and cooldowns just for I, I like the tactics of it and I like to see what they're doing at that level but it was it was really frustrating. But again, before the game was great, talking there was great. Earthquakes fans, I was talking to some of them around, frustrated, much like me. Um, we don't understand what's happening. It, we were joking. It was like misery loves company. It, that was the theme. It really felt like, and it just became we had to make ourselves entertained. Nothing beats a live game though. Watching the earthquakes live is so much fun. Like I would go again. It even when we're losing, it's very frustrating. I was very frustrated for most of the game, but. The atmosphere was so great and before the game. There, But there's not much to talk about. Um, I know we give Wando a hard time. But when like in the game, I will say they don't play him a lot. Like He was open a lot, and they don't play him defeat. And he makes a lot of like decent runs or starts to make runs and runs around and just isn't played. And to both sides of the coin of that he doesn't make the full runs and he could make better runs at times and then also his pressing is like very selective but that could be a tactical thing but one thing, a very common theme that was so frustrating is we don't like have guts we, we don't take the ball we don't churn we don't attack we don't take risk it's very like play it out wide nothing there play it back and i am a big fan of that i am a very big fan of spread it out when on offense get as wide as possible play the width but then we don't try and play someone and churn and attack or challenge someone we don't test anyone out we don't have any creativity I, we get it with trophies at times but it's so frustrating with our midfield it just we don't play through the middle and 
there were so many times where I see like Alan Nice with the ball and there was like giant gap because the midfielders were so spread out and Wanda was just there to receive it and Wanda wouldn't check or Alanis wouldn't play him to feet and it was just we wouldn't advance the attack and then I'm just so confused with some of the subs we're making like I love to see that Kikanovic came on but by the end of the game I mean the whole game we usually just send it wide and then cross but the last like 10 minutes we were like knocking on the door and really doing it we sub on a 6-4 6-5 young athletic guy and we put him on the wing when we're crossing the ball. Put him in the center. I get keep Wando in the center. 100% agree with that. But put him both there. Have a target. Make multiple options. So many of the crosses, not only were they terrible and not really connecting to anyone, either they were too short or too far, but there wasn't any targets in there. No one was crashing the box. It was just so frustrating. It looked like we didn't want to win the ball. <laughs> I'm, glad, I'm glad Jacob wasn't able to watch the game. Or there live because I had front row seats to the cross that went under JT, bounced off Youngworth, and then went in and then just I I I was shocked. I couldn't believe it. The looks on JT's face and Youngworth's face, they just looked like they couldn't believe it either. Jacob would have oh, Jacob might have had cardiac arrest right there. But there's nothing much to talk about. It's just frustrating. We need change. We need to do something. It's the, the lineup I saw originally, we were playing with like three in the back, but it looked like we ended up playing a 4-2-3-1 again. I'm, I don't know. It's it's frustrating. We're Now we have, what, is it two goals in seven games? It'd be 15 goals conceded in two games, one point out of a possible 18 or uh, 21 now. It's, to, it's, it's, it's the same theme every week. It's just frustration after frustration it's hard to break down the game when we're not doing much. Like the first half we were, they were attacking on the side I was on. And I only saw that field of play like three times. It was, I don't even know how to break it down. Like it's weird. Cause we, it didn't look like we were doing as much of a man to man press, but our zonal marking wasn't there. It just, we looked like we were having two game plans or just like, I don't want to say we're extremely low IQ because these are professional players. And like, if they were to play in any league I were to play in or anything, they would look like messy, but it's just, I, 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 we were making silly, silly elementary mistakes and just like easy fixes. It seems like, and they weren't being adjusted. And it's just so frustrating that it doesn't seem like anyone cares. Like obviously they care they're losing, but it doesn't seem like they truly are looking to make change and something needs to be done. Uh, but we're, again, we're going to changing the format a little bit this week. Uh, no player reviews. Uh, we're not going to do fan questions this week. Once in about a week or two, we should be back to our normal schedule. But for this week, I know uh, a lot of you may have seen the promos on the social media accounts. We got another interview. I got to do a interview with someone who was running down the wing. He got a lot of field time compared, especially like I, I've never seen anything like that. They're that it, probably I would say our most energetic player that day um, was in a great mood before and after. Uh, this is also NSFW, not safe from work. Uh, there was a bit of cursing in here. I had a on-field interview, and I'll give you all a little hint before I show it. Uh, his first name starts with Paul. You all might be able to guess who it is now. And this interview is, uh, it doesn't beat the Tommy interview, but I'm glad that we got to have another interview. So here's the interview with Paul.
I'd like to have a side note while we're at the bar. Uh, drink responsibility. Sometimes it leads people to run onto the field. Uh, sometimes you don't make the best decisions. Just make sure you're drinking responsibility. We're all having a great time after the 3-1 loss. Uh, we need to do a lot better though. Vamos San Jose. Uh, this is an aftershock live after the 3-1 as we've been shocked. But uh, Paul, <laughs> get out there. Paul, get out there. Uh, so why don't you just take us through everything that happened? Yeah, so I saw the quicks losing, and I'm like, all right, bro, this is not going well for us. So I'm like, how do we make it better? I'm like, the only way I can do that is we just do some dumb shit. That's what I did. So you ran up to the field. I was like, whoa, whoa, whoa. I hope I wish I would have like, you know, just went through some players, but I didn't. They were not there because they were scared of me. They got scared of me. They saw me coming from the field. They were like, oh, hell no. I'm not, I'm not trying to go against them. So then I got into the field. And then I'm here now, bro. What's up? Okay, okay. Good. So you're on the 18 yard line and they start to escort you out. What are they saying to you? They said, uh, they were like, hey, uh, you can't be doing this. I'm like, why not? We're fucking losing. Let's make this like better than it is. So they escort you out and you got free t-shirts for getting... I did. No, this is before. This is before. Oh, okay, I, okay. I just like sing my way into it. I got free t-shirts. Now I'm like, all right, got this is like, kill my boys. I mean, I was like, all right, I got to do this. I'm like, you want to feel, make it better because you fucked up. So I got to make it, I had to make it work more. Yeah, yeah. Now, yeah, uh, once you got escorted out over, I can't really see it, but once you got escorted out, what did they say to you? Like, I, I say, you know, I, were you going to a jail? Or? I don't I don't want to jeopardize yeah. your job, but all I got to say is that they were very friends to me, and they were very understanding of what was going on. I'm like, hey, man, I get it. I, I shouldn't have done this, but I did. Now I'm here, and just be nice. You know, I'm not being big about it. I'm not being... Help me out. And then we're all in together, man. We're all in here for the quick. Yeah! That's Aftershock live with Party Paul. We'll see you guys next time. Thank you.